Welcome to Slacker Studio, a podcast all about the things we do when we're slacking. We'll be chatting about a variety of things such as gaming, movies, tech news and future gazing. I'm Jack. And I'm Ed. As will be the norm with the show, we're going to start with the beer of the show. What is the beer of the show, Ed? Alright, so this week get into it. is Siren Craft Brew, that's the brewer, that we've got Soundwave. That, Soundwave. Yeah, um, it's an IPA, it's pretty cloudy. Mm. Um, okay, so the, the siren of Greek <laughs> mythology would entice mar- mariners with their magical songs. Um, it's going to be... She, she, oh, she is the driest of the siren ales with a bitterness that bites, but she is balanced with full flavour. Her resinous finish will put you off balance. I like the sound of that. Her resinous finish will put you off balance. That sounds good, Ed. Right. And sexy. So, I kind of pick beers based on the label. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I get you. That's that's literally the only reason I pick these. But <laughs> I, as I've... I, I kind of lean towards an IPA, whether I mean to or not, though. Like, so I, I did that the other night. Went out with a bunch of workmates. The first thing that drew my eye was Green King IPA. Mm. I was like, that's the first one I want. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's kind so of... It's bitter, though, as well. It, well, yeah, but for me, they're kind of... They're safe, I think. Yes, I mean, that's, that's yeah, yeah. Thing. I kind of <laughs> vaguely know what I'm getting, although this seems quite different, because... This is apparently unfiltered, which means there oh, yeah. is some potential sediment in here, um, which they said pour slowly if you don't want it in your glass, but we'll see how that goes because it's been in my car on the way here. So. <laughs> to, to put it, um, to describe it, it's kind of like cloudy lemonade, it looks yeah. like, the yeah, consistency yeah, yeah, yeah. almost. There will be some pictures of it on the website as well at the end, so you can kind of see what we're on about. Um, but let's go ahead and open this baby. Yeah, let's do this. Um, so we actually also have a beer rating scale. I love this beer. Hang on. Even a little bit of smoke. Uh, so our beer rating scale. Um, so it goes from one to five. One, I hate it. I'd never buy it again. Probably not going to finish it. This is dog shoes. It sucks. Number two, vaguely drinkable, but I'd only ever get it if there was nothing else available. Three, enjoyable to drink, but it's nothing special. If you just want a beer, this would do. Four is a firm favourite, something that you'd happily have more than one of. And five is beer is god. So let's let's fill. This looks oh, this wonderful. It smells I, good, though. Does it? God, yeah, it really is. You can Ooh, when they say cloudy. unfiltered, you can see it. Yeah, good it is God. literally like pouring cloudy lemonade. It's the same colour as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. You sure, we haven't been duped here, Ed. Well, hopefully it's alcoholic. Hey, whatever, it's fine. Wow, it's really pale. That's a lot more bubbly than I thought for an IPA. Anyway, yeah. Cheers. cheers. The clinkiest of clinks. So, so last time, we had, to, <laughs> we had to redo the clink because the one we actually recorded live was terrible. Terrible. Like, like a, like so a... bad. Oh, great. Okay. <sighs> Smells nice. Ooh. I quite like that. Yeah. That's nice and light as well. Citrusy as well. That's yeah. really summery. I mean, maybe it's because that's what it looks like, but like this, this is good. Yes. Soundwave IPA from Siren Craft Brew. That is wonderful. But would entwine into a complex layered melody at Siren Craft Brew. We work in a similar way, combining four ingredients. Damn. That's lovely. I would give that... I think... I'll have to see again how it goes through the show. Yeah, yeah. But at the moment, I'm giving that a three to a four. Yeah, I quite like that. I'm on a solid three and a half just based on the start, but I think... We, we noticed this last time as well that it, we kind of enjoyed the beer more as we got through it. Funny that. Um, oh. But yeah, well, I think for now, a provisional three and a half for me. Oh, God, that's got such a bite. Yeah, I like but it. But I do like it. Cool, right. Um, so, whilst we're drinking this and getting bitten by this IPA, let's move on uh, to our week in gaming. So, well, it's actually technically gaming and our lives. So what we've been up to, but to be honest, we're both... Pretty nerdy. Yeah. Gaming's usually our stable yeah. thing to do in the evenings when we get back after a day of editing and VFX work. So, Ed, what have you been up to? So, as I kind of mentioned last week, I was away for a few days. Um, it's been two weeks since our last show. Um, yeah, and, God. Yeah, so we've done quite a bit. I was in Romania for a few days for work, uh, which was good fun. Kind of same as usual, just another another country. Bloody hot out there. Yeah. Um, and then when I came back, it was kind of meh again. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, so gaming, oh Christ! Um, it started with the fact that Humble Bundle monthly had Destiny Two as part of it. So you pay twelve dollars for the month, 
and the pre-release game was Destiny 2. Sick. So I had tried Destiny 2 because it was free to play like a certain amount of it, I can't remember, a little while ago, and I loved it. But it's kind of expensive, I didn't want to spend like more money on another game that I, I might play, I have plenty to play, but I, I played a lot of it. Yeah? Like, uh, so I was playing a Warlock, um, oh, right, it's yeah. not really because you've played Destiny 1 right? yeah yeah no, I actually played a, a tank because all my friends wanted to be warlocks because there's like some really cool spell stuff you can do it's like an ultimate ability isn't it yeah 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 I mean to be honest I'm terrible like I, I've, no, <laughs> I've I've barely understand what I'm supposed to be doing with like all the specs and stuff it's a little bit more complicated than in fact, it's a bit like in WoW with the the artifact powers and the trees and all the different abilities okay, yeah. you can spec, but you can't pick all of them. Yes. You have to select a certain group okay. And I haven't figured out what the best one is, but it's yeah, a lot builds. of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lots of different builds for it. Um, it's just so much fun. It's like a... It is a combination of my favourite games. It's a it's a first-person shooter, but it is an MMORPG. <laughs> like, it's, it, it's bonkers. Is there a levelling system? Yeah, so I'm... You could go to, I think, level six for free... Um, a few, quite a few games have that these days. You kind of a little bit of a trial. Catch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I think I'm like 16, level 16 out of 25. I think it is. Um, I haven't bought any of the expansion stuff yet. I'm kind of just going to play it through. I've barely touched any of it. It feels like, but it's a lot of fun. Like I, I definitely recommend it. I mean, for twelve dollars, you that's get that bad. and a few other games that will come out on the monthly. So I think. That's... And it goes to charity. Yeah. Exactly. What what more could you ask for? Um, oh God, let's. Do you, do you want to start with one of your, your next ones? Because I could go on forever about what I've done in WoW this week. Go on then. Well, well, yeah, I'll start with a few things, then we'll smash into the World of Warcraft bit. So, um, a game that we both play is Overwatch, and they added a new map to it called Rialto, which is based in Italy. And this is for an arcade section of the map. So, if you win this arcade game, um, you get a tick. And when you get three ticks, you get a loot box, which gives you items, in-game stuff, or it gives you a chance to get a really rare item. So, to get a new map <clears throat> was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But my God, is it, it's always tough when you first get a new map out to try and get used to where everything was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's been out for maybe... T- well, this is the thing. So yeah. the, the, it's probably been out for about a month, relatively, because we mm. had uh, Retribution as yes. well, which was based on that map. Mm. You're kind of fighting your way through a series of bots, effectively, um, in this map. But then they released it as a new actual kind of... Is it it's a payload map? Isn't yeah, it? it's yeah. a payload map. Um, and my, I get so lost on it still. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing... Um, <clears throat> when, when I was uh, playing that, we all moved forward and we did this comp called the Pirate Ship, which is a really good fun one. So you get a character called Arisu who has a shield in front of her and she jumps on the front, puts the shield down. You get Reinhardt, who has a massive shield at the back, and then you get two characters. You get this one guy who makes turrets called Torbjorn and you get Bastion and you chuck them both up and then you get a, a healer of some sort, yeah. be it Moira or some other character. And you just sit on the payload and you just watch this thing slowly move around the rat the map was no one can get through your shields and you're getting shot by all sorts of mechanical auto aimbot bullshittery yeah and it's it's absolutely wonderful and we thought we were hot shit right <laughs> getting through this map we got to the first point in about 10 seconds like yeah we fucking got this but because i forgot that there's like flanking there's little areas oh, you yeah. can get around we just got decimated within <laughs> five minutes and we're like what do we do what do we change to i don't know as soon as we spawn we get shot by a widow maker yeah. one of the sniper characters it's like fuck yeah, uh, there's so many places finding. to hide. Yeah, isn't there? like, and I still don't know everything about Blizzard World, and that's been out for like. Oh god, my, me neither. I love stumbling across something on Blizzard World because it's like a little Easter egg yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Which is another one of the maps that's kind of most recent, and I, I think it's great. Like the maps mm. make the biggest difference to additions. Like I think even more so than a new hero. Yeah. Because but... everybody can play it on every character. True, and talking about new heroes, they've done lots of changes, um, and. Yeah. These, these are actually changes I, that made me a little bit proud, but also utterly confused me. So the proud one was, um, I play a character called Junkrat, who is widely hated because he is... You, don't, you, can, you can aim with a character, but you don't really have to aim to a certain degree. It's more about like just chucking bombs in a general area and hoping they hit. Um, so I managed to do 12k hero damage um, in one game as Junkrat, when what they did is they changed it so the grenades are smaller. So right. I think the damage doesn't change, but the grenade radius is small, so you have to be more accurate. And I was like, oh, no, it's going to throw me off because I'm rubbish at aiming. And I got that much hero damage. That felt amazing. Like, it's very rare nowadays in, you know, I'll get home from work, I want to play a game, I want to win because I want to get that gratification yeah. of winning something. But sometimes something like that, when there has been a change and I still own it, I was like, yeah, that's great. Still, There's a reason 
and I got that golden weapon on that character. Yeah. Red. Um, and speaking of other heroes, Hanzo. So Hanzo is this bow character. He had this scatter shot ability, oh, which was yeah. fucking hated. Yeah. Absolutely pain in the asshole. So you you'll you'll basically be running around the corner. You'll see this guy aiming at you. You go shit. You run back, and suddenly a hail of arrows will start following you through the corridor, yeah. and one of them hits you, and you die. So Blizzard said, Do "You know what? No, we're not having this. Nah, not having it, mate." <laughs> Lads, let's get together. And he's got a new ability where he actually chucks out loads of arrows really fast. Yeah, is it Storm Arrow or something? Storm like Arrow or yeah, something yeah. like that. Probably got it wrong, so, yeah. you know, listeners, please tell us. Um, but Storm Arrow, so he shoots things really fast. And I was thinking, okay, that's kind of cool, so he doesn't have Scatter Arrow. But there are some guys that already have mastered Storm Arrow. Oh, God, yeah. So I'm you go out, you just get bam, 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 and you're yeah. dead. And you're like, holy shit. And just like, William Tell's got nothing on hands yeah, at and the it's, moment. And it's like watching the kill cam of you getting murdered, and it's like... <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It, it is ruinous, but it's also great fun. Because um, I tried to play Animal, I, I was thinking, oh yeah, if I did yeah. the Storm Arrow thing, yeah. it'll be fine. <laughs> and you get that one, you get that one kill, and it feels amazing. Yeah. Um, but again, no, I just absolutely yeah. terrible aim. I was like, I should go back to Junkrat, try and close the distance. Yeah, I mean, or something uh, or Brigitte I... and hide behind a big shield. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean because I've I've tried to play a new character in Overwatch this week, which is Pharaoh. So, mm. kind of a similar sort of thing. So there's a, there's a variety of different types of heroes. Some, some of their weapons immediately hit wherever you're aiming, and others do not. Yeah, hit scan. Um, yeah, hit scan, whatever the other one's called. Um, the, so Pharaoh is one of these things where it actually they've got travel time for their weapons. So she, she's got a rocket launcher, basically, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of fun. Like, I'm terrible at aiming because it's kind of that thing. You have got to preempt where it's going to go. Yes, like take... Doom. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to get to them eventually, but you've got to aim it. So, I mean, God, it's fun. I somehow ended up with, like, player of the game in my first match. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. It was like, we got three people with her ultimate of, like, so which is good. a missile barrage, basically. But yeah. it's, the sa- it's the same thing with Hanzo. It's kind of that because the, the weapon has got a travel time, you've got to slightly preempt it and you, it's it's a lot more challenging to aim than you think. Yeah, when you get that hit, though, yeah, 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 yeah. oh, it feels good. Yeah. You go, tink, and that person goes down. You go, yes, and then somebody spams in the chat going, you're a hacker, I've reported yeah, yeah, yeah. you. You're horrible, I hate your face. The funniest thing was I had was that, so Farrah also has, like, a, I think it's her E that's, a, like, a knockback, a stun thing. I managed to knock back a Widowmaker into the river. Oh. Of Rialto. <laughs> oh, that's even better. And, and for some reason, everybody dies when they fall in the water, clearly. No one no ever swims. Swim. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> but that was just quite entertaining oh, God. for me. That next um, next uh, champion confirmed, this champion only swims. Yeah, yeah, you're right. New yeah. map, Atlantis. Yeah, right, that would be brilliant. <laughs> like, Aquaman, like... Ah, Christ. Sneaky so, bastard. Wow, have you been playing much Warcraft this week? Yes, I have. I know you've been playing lots of Warcraft. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily like a lot of time, but like I got a lot done. Yeah, you did. Um, I got the uh, Druid class mount. My God, this feels like a long time ago. This it does. Was, this was like... Last weekend. Yeah, not too long after we recorded the last show, actually. Well, the first show. Um, Druid class mount, a lot of fun. You're kind of like this big kind of owl hybrid thing. Um... Druids are kind of animal shapeshifters, for those who don't know. Um, it, there's a lot of scenarios that you go through. It's a lot of fun. But the big, the biggest problem is how much stuff you have to complete to be able to unlock oh, yeah. that class mount. It's a bitch. It is. I mean, so I've got two of them now. I've got the warrior one, which is kind of my main that I've played a lot. Um, and kind of do everything first on him. But then, now I've got the druid. I, I was considering getting the demon hunter one. Because I'm probably closest to him on that, but it's just there's so many different things you have to grind. Like the entire Broken Shore campaign, like a load of other stuff. It's it's tough to to do on more than one character. I guess that's the point, though. Yeah, it's it's a slog. But I mean, you you'll be able to get those after this expansion, isn't that mm. correct? However, at the same point, you don't really want to trawl through old stuff when there's new stuff. If you get what I mean, whether it's at the moment yeah. in that end of end of expansion stasis where it's the same thing until BFA comes out. Yeah, I mean, so I've, there's something that I haven't done from a previous expansion, which is to get flying for Draenor. And if I'd have done it at the time, it probably would have been fine. But it just, it's in really old zones. I hate it. It's impossible. I'm never going to do it, basically, is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, I'm never going to do it. So the more I get done of Legion now, 
well, I'm, ne- I'm not going to do it later. Like, yeah. Not really. Not That's it. Unless it's something I can do while I'm leveling. Um, but the other thing I've done is I crash leveled engineering. Yes, tell me about this because <laughs> I'm terrible at leveling, leveling professions. So I went from 0 to 800, which is the maximum skill level for engineering currently. Um, and I managed to do it on just two. <laughs> Jack is trying to sneakily and very quietly eat beef jerky. Or not. <laughs> um, Yes, it's a 0 to 800 on just two recipes or patterns, schematics, whatever they are. I guess they're schematics for engineering. Now, there's a the website called, I think it's wild-professions.com, which has kind of got a great list of guides to get to... Never seen it. I mean, if you just, like, Google, say, dual crafting, engineering, or whatever, uh, profession guide, this this will be the first thing that comes Wicked. Up. But, so, yeah, it's, t- it's literally two patterns. So the, a lot of it is you've got to do all these quests because all the professions have a bunch of quests in Legion. My problem with that is that a lot of them also have then at least three, if not more, dungeon quests. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. Which, if you're trying to do things on your own like and just get stuff done, that's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like, all of the professions have it. It's kind of like just this hurdle you hit and it's like, ah. I just said that with Alchemy. They're like, you should go to the thingy of Ashara. And I'm like, I don't want to go there. Yeah. I, I've got the Tidestone, I've got the tattoo, I've got the shirt, I killed a few seagulls, yeah. I'm done. Oh man, those seagulls, seriously, <laughs> like they can still wipe a group. Like. And the snails, the snails. Yeah. Oh, the days, the amount of times I've been dazed yeah. by those fucking snails. Oh, it's just ridiculous. But anyway, that's cool. But yeah, it's cool. I mean, I, I then had to, to to go from one to about, I think it's like 750, it was one pattern. It isn't a normal pattern, it only drops from a certain number of mobs mobs, uh, which it, it happened to be a bunch of goblins <laughs> that I had to slaughter for about an hour. Kill all the goblins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only a handful of the, the mob type. I can't even remember. I think it's a... Oh, yeah. It's a it's a laystone boy, which is as in B-O-U-Y, as in fishing boy. Oh, okay, yeah. So, you know how they change like you, the fishing bobber? Yeah. I think it's something like that. I did, do you know what? I don't even know. I made like 300 <laughs> of the things. I don't know what they do. Um, but that that's really because it takes so little materials to do but you have to farm it in the first place and then something I think I just made grenades for the rest of the last thing but yeah, it's grenades. really easy I, I'm tempted to try and get every profession to 800 which is difficult because of the time but I'm kind of halfway there do you know what the genius thing about doing that also is I only realised they did this in Legion but if you learn another profession, you go back to another one, there's a tome you can read mm. which gives you back everything you didn't, which you've you unlearned choosing the second profession. So you can literally, you could dip between professions having done this on little challenge character. on one character. That's the, that's the bitch. But you could do that and that'd be incredible. But you see, my problem was, I was like, oh, I don't have enough max level characters to then yes. to do all of this. And I've got kind of some Horde and some Alliance as well, so it's kind of like... I've split it across rounds, but it, I hadn't really thought about that because I could just drop it, level another one, drop it, yes, level another that's one. That's exactly it. I think that's that's a way you can do it. Yeah, I might do that then. Um, so yeah, it's been good fun. I think I think the next one I I'm pretty close um, with kind of enchanting and tailoring. I think um, they're tough to get up. There's lots of materials. Yeah, I spend this most is the thing. They're not the easiest things to mm. farm for. Yeah, um, the cloth is kind of. Random world drops. You can get um, things with... Uh, I think if you get reputations with certain factions, you can get shoulder enchant. Oh, which yeah. Which means that when you kill things, you get them more often, which is really helpful. Yeah, yeah. They've got that on, like, pretty much all of the professions seem to have that now, which is great. They, they, I mean, kind of my overall impression of, of Legion has been not great for alts. Yeah, if yeah, no, totally. One, I think we kind of discussed this last time as well, as it's like... You've got one character, you do all of the things, and that's fine. But there's so many things to do, and everything is kind of gated behind another thing that you've got to do, and this, that, and the other. So, kind of, the whole levelling profession thing has been a bit of a challenge, really. I'm not doing that Suramar questline again. Oh, no. That took, um, like, near a month. And it was great finishing it, because you're like, oh, God, I got through Mm. this massive epic quest, and I got a new artefact appearance. But I can't be asked to do that again, dude. That... No, no way. No, no, no. I mean, again, I, I had a Ain't nobody at... got time for that. <laughs> Definitely not me, that's for sure. Like, I, playtime is limited. Um, but the... 
I, I kind of look to get into more artifact appearances yeah. because those are the things that apparently you may not yes. be able to get. I've heard that's near impossible to get back, or not at all, because you have to destroy your artifact weapon. Oh, no, really? I think that's what they're going for in BFA. Now, that's not necessarily a spoiler, but that's wide common knowledge throughout the entire WoW community, is that what they're going to do with the WoW artifact. So, when we went into Legion, we were given a super cool weapon, like all the Shadow Priests, which is my main character for the time, was given a knife that could speak to um, you, which oh, is awesome. Yeah. My knife yeah. And she'd go, like, you'd kill a load of mobs, or you'd kill a bunch of players, and like, this is great. And she'd go, delicious. And you're like, oh, I love you so much. Yeah. Marry me. But then you have to do, you might have to destroy these weapons because I've seen people in the next expansion with completely different weapons. Non non artifacts, no names, just yeah. standard ass knife and fork, whether it's like, you know, this this one I had was just a game ender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean the artifact thing isn't quite going away though. Mm. Because you've got this neck piece. It's an armour. Yeah. Artifact armour now. So everybody will have a neck item slot thing. The I think it will function similarly, but I don't really, I don't know how it's all going to work yet. But yeah. Hey, only a few months ago. God, yeah, it is. It's not long now. No, it's like middle of August or something. Good God. Cool. Okay. Um, I think that's yeah. all the gaming I've done. I mean, I've, all right, so back to Overwatch for a bit. Playing Anna a lot more. Yeah. Again. Um, the trouble, trouble is, she's a sniper who's a healer. Right, but you. So that means you've got to be good at aiming the heal. Give Anna buffs <laughs> confirmed. Well, yeah, it's going to be changing. Um, there's a few few things on the PTR, um, which should make it easier to hit people who need to be hit. Whether it be you're aiming for the bad guy, but your tank gets in the way of you, who's at full health, or you're trying to aim at the little DPS out in the field, but then your big fat roadhog tank comes and gets in your way. Like that should solve that problem. However. I do a lot of pre-healing with Anna, which means when you shoot one of your allies, they get kind of a, a heal over time effect, basically. So I would shoot them as we go into a fight. Oh, I didn't think of that. That the first time they get hit is kind of negated because they're being healed still. That probably won't happen with this new thing because it's oh. meant to travel through full health allies. Oh, I don't. That's weird. I never thought of that. Yeah, we'll see. It could be fine. I mean, it's still on the PTR. It it may work out great because I actually do find it a problem currently when you like I'm trying to hit the guy behind you. Like, get perhaps they could have some sort of identity system where you have a wider hitbox for allies, but a normal hitbox for enemies. Because Widowmakers, of course, they shouldn't have any sort of hitbox change because there are some. I mean, if you watch Pine in the Overwatch League, mm. go headshot on people. And, you know, he uses Deadeye and McCree to reload. That yeah. sort of bull... You know, it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Some people just have that incredible accuracy. I mean, the trouble is, that kind of already exists with Anna. It's yeah? Easy, apparently, I mean, I don't know the exact numbers or whatever, but it is easier to hit your allies. Okay. Already. I'm just terrible at aiming then. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, this is the problem. Like, so am I. I love the idea of her, but I'm not great at aiming. So. <laughs> yeah, Slacker Studio, uh, Aim Imperfect. Yeah, that's yeah, the other. Right. That's the that's the title of the show. Yeah. Aim Imperfect. Oh yes. Um, I, I mean, for gaming news for me, um, I've been playing lots of Warcraft. I was um, my character at the moment. I've been playing as a rogue, um, and um, so I changed my rogue from Alliance to Horde. Mm, um, again. Because again, <laughs> um, because I wanted to kind of stick more the horde side, so I had a character in each. Mm. Because BFA, the next expansion, Battle for Azeroth, is going to be a a big war between a, um, a, um, the Alliance and the Horde, big one apparently. Yeah. And <clears throat> excuse me, God, that IPA is really <laughs> bubbly. And it's going to be epic battlegroundy bits and war fronts and all sorts of things. So I was like, well. You know, if everything's going sour as a rogue, I can just hide because <laughs> I'm very strategically minded and I don't yeah. like dying, Ed. Yeah. Um, but I was like, yeah. So I made my rogue horde. Um, I was trying out all the specialisations. Um, so I created this uh, MMO champion thread on. Oh yeah. And mm. uh, and I basically said to them, look, I've been a shadow priest for years, guys. I want to change to rogue. Help a brother out. Tell me what you think the best spec will be going into the new expansion. <sighs> oh my gosh, that thing took off. There's like six pages on it now. 
with over 10,000 views. And I was like, I just wanted someone to say assassination. And people were arguing, saying, oh, no, subtlety's great. No, let's go for outlaw. I like to be a pirate. Yee. And all this sort of stuff. And I was like, guys, do you still have an... Okay, so it's assassination because it looks like the most complete build, right? Yeah. It was incredible. All I did was ask a simple question. It's gone bang. But yeah. it has helped me because I've been playing all three different specs for different moments. Okay. They've all been working in their own different ways. Because this is the thing for me, like... I choose to play a tank most of, most of the time because, as I mentioned before, it's, I'm pretty much impossible to kill this way. But I was playing... Do you know what? I can't even remember what, what class it was. But basically, it was all DPS. So, But I could not decide which spec to go for. Yeah, it's tough. That's the thing with rogues. So in player versus player... Um, as an outlaw rogue, you've got this buff called um, Thick as Thieves, where if you chuck your uh, tricks of the trade on a friendly player, for six, no, for 15 seconds, no, I think, sorry, let me, I'm mixing that up, for six seconds, you get a 15% um, increase in damage. And that burst on a normal person is insane. Yeah. And you've got all the stuns you've got between the eyes, which is another stun, and you're not particularly great on your own, but as a team player, it's ridiculous. And you delete warriors with an ability called Repost, who, when they hit you, it's 100% um, dodge or, or blunt or whatever, but their damage is reflected back oh, 30%. Yeah, so yeah, my yeah. damage plus their 30% when they're wailing on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've had people message me saying, how did you kill me? What? How did that work? And me explaining it. So, well, an outlaw rogue has that. He goes, well, that sucks. I'm like, yeah, but that's that's Legion. Legion. so... Yeah. If you're a caster, you're pretty much doomed unless you're good. Yeah. I know, you know, if you watch some of the... Um, the uh, WoW PvP finals. There's a lots of lots of casters I would never even dream of playing in PvP, no. but they've just got minds for it. But that's it. So lots of trying out new specs. Um, and leading on to that, I got the Defiler's Tabard finally in Arathi oh, yeah. Basin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my second character of getting it on. I played a lot of Arathi Basin, Ed. Yeah, because that's that's tough. That's a yeah. lot of honour. That's above rep, 300 games wins, I believe of Rathi Basin and sitting near a flag and defending it for hours and hours of my yeah. life to get this little banner called the Defiler's Banner which has like a green skull in the middle it's yeah. really cool but it is a mark of I've been here for a damn long time and to have them on two characters my two prime characters that yeah. I'm still playing to this day my rogue being one of the first characters I played was such an achievement for me and it felt like such a good way of um, ending last weekend because I was like oh yeah I finally got that whilst you know just, just chilling out and having a good time yeah I mean Arathi Basin is not... Hang on, are we talking about Arathi Basin or Arathi Basin? Yeah, no, Arathi Basin. Right. That is kind of one of the classic ones. Really. Mm. I mean, it wasn't one of the first, but it's also not the one that takes the longest to do. Alterac Valley. Alterac Valley takes forever. <laughs> but then back in classic or whatever they call mm. it, vanilla, should yeah. I say, because people are, classic, it's not classic. Yeah. What's my favourite ice cream? Vanilla. <laughs> it's like, well, that used to take hours, yeah. and it could take hours. Um, and you could summon big mobs to yeah, fight yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah. Um, but that that was great fun. However, nowadays it's just a bit of a ruffle stomp. Horde tends to lose, or if they win, it's because they've pulled something out of the bag, or you're playing yeah. against Russians who just want honour kills instead of actual... Which I can fit. They have their own gameplay style, yeah. which is really tough to play against. But regardless, yeah. Um, so I've been really enjoying the rogue. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much most of my gaming this week was just playing this rogue. I did lots of three D stuff. Um, yeah, three D stuff at work. Yeah, going on to actual lifey bits. Yeah, yeah. So I was asked to do this eleven K render. It took about six hours a frame. Such a long time. So it eventually got to about one hundred thirty five hours, where they were like, do you know what? Let's just kill it because. What? Six hours a frame for yeah, a turntable, yeah, yeah. right? Which is so. So when when I make a, a model in three D, um, in order to present it to people, you put a, a light on it and you do like a three sixty camera spin, so you can see all sides of the object, um, and that's called a turntable. Um, so when you when you increase the size of the picture that you're going to finally output, that also increases the time it takes for it to process it, yeah. which is what we call rendering. So when you finish a video in Windows Movie Maker mm. and you slap a funny banner on it or some slow-mo, it takes a little bit longer because you've added those effects. It's the same in 3D. Um, six hours of frame, though. So I was sitting there for a single picture to load. That's like that's like in the early 1990s trying to watch something dodgy on your <laughs> on your screen yeah, and yeah. seeing it slowly, line by line, pixel dial by up. pixel, dial up. <laughs> and then someone has a phone call and it knocks out the internet, yeah. so no boobs for you. Ah. It's like that, but there's no boobs. It's all work and it's no play. But no, it was, it was good fun. However, I found that quite interesting was uh, seeing how how you can push the limits of a computer. And I was using, mm. I was using about four computers to try and make this single image. 
I mean, this is nuts. the thing I don't get, though, is that like, after 136 hours, how far had you got left to go? Because you cancelled it, right? Yeah, I, I got through about 80 frames, about 80 to 81 frames. That's 81 pictures. And if you think... Um, per second's worth of television footage is about 25 frames. So 25 pictures goes into a second's worth of viewing. Yeah. If you think a single uh, frame takes six hours, that's an insane amount of time. Yeah, I just not worth it. Yeah, VFX yeah. is an interesting <laughs> thing. But yeah, that, that's what I got up to in terms of actual work week. It was fun and it was kind of cool to stress test it. Yeah. But yeah, life of a 3D artist is a weird one, so... Yeah, just the sheer amount of time spent on that as well is just bonkers because it's not like you can do much else while yeah. it's going. And this is that, that's exactly it because somebody said to me, oh, can you just give me an update? I'm like, the update is nothing. It's done nothing. We're not even a quarter of a way through yeah. it. It's nothing. It's gone. It doesn't work. No, there's, there's no words there. And that's it. It's just in, insane. Um, but that's it. Apart from that, I moved my mate out of his house into his flat, got sunburnt. Yeah. Did airsoft, which is kind of like paintballing. Yeah. And that was another thing to do the hit scan. I'm better on hit scan in real life <laughs> than I am in gaming. So I, I borrowed my friend Phil's sniper rifle and managed uh, to get a headshot. Yeah. Nice. Um, and that was the best feeling ever. I did feel bad for the guy because that's the only thing I could see on him. I couldn't see his chest. I couldn't see any <laughs> part of him. Just his head. Shot his head. And I was like, yeah. And then I got hit with a grenade. And it went oh. bang. And my hearing went. Oh, and no. I got destroyed for the rest of the round. But yeah, so you know, you could say all your Annas, you could say yeah. all your Widowmakers. Yeah. I Widowmaker in real life, damn yeah. it. But when, okay, so airsoft, right? So theoretically, metal pellets, right? No, plastic. Plastic pellets. God, okay. oh, yeah, metal. metal yeah. That's, that but hurt. when a grenade goes off, what's coming out the grenade? Depends. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes it's nothing; it's just a loud bang. Right. But then they kind of say, "Okay, you're within X amount of feet of it. You go out." Sometimes it can be BBs and they sting, yeah, or it could yeah, be yeah. like little clay projectiles, which wow. kind of, which I think they disapparate mm -hmm. when they hit disapparate. What the fuck, Harry Potter? <laughs> Harry Potter yeah. You know, what I mean, they hit you, they hit your skin, yeah. and they explode. Yeah. They don't go to yeah, they disintegrate, <laughs> not disapparate. They don't go to the middle of the woods to yeah. to hunt Horcruxes. No, that'd be amazing. That'd be good fun. But yeah, that's that's what they do. So you get hit with the grenade. I think this one wasn't a. Um, I don't actually think it was a pellet one. I think it was just really loud. Right. And went off and I had to go back because I wasn't behind hard cover. So you can't use a friend as hard cover, which you wish you could. Or rhododendron yeah. doesn't count as hard no. cover either because it's like birdshot almost. Yeah, right. Oh, God, no, that wouldn't be... Would not be good. I mean, I've had paintball grenades go off. Yeah? That is just a mess. That sucks. I've never had yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's, that's not good. Plus, it's the side of your head. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's <laughs> okay. you got, like, the mask on with the goggles. Uh. And it's like... Across your face. <laughs> New Picasso artwork. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly that. All right. Eddie Durr. <laughs> <laughs> let's, um, let's, let's move away from gaming, which has been the first half hour of our show. Oh, um, yeah. Kind of movies now. So, I haven't been to cinema. I haven't been to cinema. Neither have I, man. Like, We're usually, you're usually my cinema partner. I know. I, know. I, I wasn't here, and then, like, literally the only thing at the cinema is Avengers. Um... Which I still want to see again, but I, I did manage to watch John Wick 2 finally. So, yeah. short story, loved it. Fucking brilliant. It's amazing. Like, one of the best films I've seen. I love John Wick. Both of those films are yeah. killer. Yeah. I mean, I literally. Uh, the first one I watched <laughs> yes. not that long ago either. Um, this one I sadly watched on the plane over to Romania, but still, even on a little screen, like, just incredible. There's, there's a fantastic bit, without spoiling anything, there's like... John Wick goes into the hotel, asks the receptionist bloke, is the sommelier in? Oh, yeah. So the wine-tasty person goes in, orders wine with, like, I think I had, like, something with a kind of a, a rich, warm... <laughs> you know, and like but, but look, he's basically... From the, If you were just listening to it, it genuinely sounds like he's ordering wine. Yeah. But actually... It's a series of weapons. Yeah, it's so <laughs> it's just a brilliant scene. It's such a clever idea, and I, I absolutely loved it. Like the visuals you know of the film as well. I love that scene too. It's the this the new Taran tactical Glock. <laughs> so it's, would you like to try our Swedish selection? <laughs> yeah, it's right. so good. Or it's the um, so this is our fight. Yeah, can I have a nail dessert? Yes. It's like we have our finest cutlery, freshly stoned. <laughs> and like, oh, it's so awesome! Yeah, I want to be that guy. Yeah, like just it just spending a day fighting around with guns. Yeah, like absolutely beautiful scene. Like so, so well put together. The the whole film just looks 
incredible as well. It's one of those things that for a long time an action film always has to have some sort of love triangle yeah, 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 or yeah. someone he's saving or someone she's saving technically. Um, but there's never just straight balls to the wall firing and cool stuff. And that's no. what I love about John Wick. Not since the raid. Not since the raid, no. And that's what I love about John Wick is that, like, you know, as soon as it finished, though, as soon as that first one was out, everyone was yeah. looking for Taron tactical bits. Yeah, yeah. In the Airsoft community, they're all like, oh, we really want to get that metal slide for the Glock we've got because that's what John Wick has. Yeah. Well, actually, no, I think the Taron tactical could have been the second film, sorry. Yeah. The first film was like this, um, oh, God, I can't remember, HK... 45, yeah. whatever it was. Wherever, wherever gun he had in the first one, that was sought after as well. But it's just so awesome. Oh, and yeah. I want a bulletproof suit. That was the best bit. So cool. He goes to a tailor and there's like, oh, Again. how long do you want it? This, that and the other. What sort of material are you thinking? And what about the lining, sir? Tactical. <laughs> so awesome. I was just like, holy shit, that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> so like, wicked. Absolutely fantastic. It's like, it's bulletproof, but it might sting a little still but it's like because it's like a millimetre thick lining oh. that I mean Christ if this stuff exists which it probably does that's fucking cool because that is awesome like especially for I don't know Secret Service this and the other I mean it must cost a fortune oh yeah but cool imagine yeah what, what kind of uh, suit would you like well <laughs> <laughs> I've got yeah. this lovely Primark suit I'd love you to uh, interweave. Yeah, right. <laughs> interweave yeah, yeah. armour plating between yeah. my Primark suit. Yeah. Oh, God. That, that is a fantastic film. Yeah. I completely agree. I, mean, I can't wait for another one. No, and they are in filming. So I, they are like, filming, They've either finished filming or they're still filming, but I've seen... It looks like we're going to China for some of it. Nice. I think. Or it's just, like, Chinatown in New York. But, like, e- either way, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty damn cool. Sick. Um, so you've watched Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah, so I've not been to the cinema either. So usually the two people I usually go to the cinema with is either yourself, Ed, or Ed's Ed's girlfriend, or I go with my friend Tom Scott, and we usually we have days where we just binge films. So we'll watch... Um, like last year, we watched loads of art art house films or kind of, you know, not what I call not blockbustery films, but yeah. it's really wicked because we just had loads of things to go through in the summer. But I haven't been able to do that. I haven't done that in the last few weeks. I think he's finishing off his course. Um, you've been in a complete different country... Yeah. And I've been a lazy prick. Um, but yeah, I watched, I've been watching lots of films on the train coming back home and some stuff from my older films. So Ace Ventura, Pet Detec- Detective um, on Netflix, right? And it was great because as I was watching this film, you notice people in the shine of your phone watching over, <laughs> over your shoulder. So I just got, you know, un- unlike the normal British characteristic on a train where you avoid everyone like the plague, yeah. I was like, let's just take the headphone jack out and we'll all watch it. And at this wonderful moment where I watched Ace Ventura with about four people who were all nice. severely bored yeah. on the Thameslink train home. And other things like um, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. with, uh, But that's the thing, I love it. But Kevin Costner still has that American accent. So it's, there's it's a moment. Hilarious. At the beginning of the film, he puts out his hand to get chopped off by, you know, the, the Saracen. Yeah, right. And he goes, this is English courage <laughs> in the most American accent I've ever heard. And it's so funny. But at the same time, really cool. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is an awesome film. And of course, you've got, oh, oh. Actor who passed away. Sarah Snake, yeah. Yes, um, oh, uh, Alan Rickman. That's it. Yes, Alan Rickman. So wonderful, and he's brilliant. I'll carve your heart out with a spoon! It's like, yes, Alan, yeah. cut him out! Oh, guys, yeah, Alan Rickman brilliant. Is, is fantastic in that film. Probably, like, the reason to watch the film. Yes, he's, he's so good. Fantastic. He just, um, he has this command and this presence. Oh, yeah. Kind of like Hans Gruber in yeah, Die Hard, exactly, you know? Yeah, I know another fantastic one of his characters. It's... He's he's tough to beat. It's yes, just his his whole tone, the, just yeah. I think I've I've forgotten the comedian, but um, apparently some kid asked Alan Rickman once um, why he plays villains. Right, and he says, "I don't play villains. I play very interesting people." I love that. <laughs> love that quote. <laughs> But, um, yeah, apart from uh, films, I've been watching also to... I mean, because I'm, I'm a film and TV guy, right? Mm. Um, and I like a bit of Studio Ghibli every now and then. Like, Grave of the Fireflies, one of the saddest films I've ever seen in my life. Um, I think it's Castle in the Sky or something yeah. like that. So my friends are like, oh, you should watch some anime. I'm not really an anime guy. No, me um, neither, to be honest. But I decided I'd watch this one called Samurai Shampoo. Um, I finished that, and it was really cool. It's about, like, three people... 
Um, one one woman who's trying to find this uh, the samurai who smells of sunflowers, <laughs> and she's got two guards who are with her, and the two guards are these two guys that um, have sworn to protect her after losing a bet, right. and they're always trying to kill each other or getting into some sort of shenanigans on the road to Nagasaki, and it was a really great anime. Um, and I really enjoyed that because there was process and there was hip-hop and it was cool and it had music by like Nujabes or Nujabes, however you call mm. him, who unfortunately died in a car accident quite a few years ago. Um, but it was a fantastic one. And then I was asked to watch Sword Art Online. Okay. And Sword Art Online is something that you might find quite interesting. However, it still sometimes falls into what I call the anime prose, which I, yeah. I'm not a massive fan of. So Sword Art Online, imagine there's a VR World of Warcraft Okay. And we're both playing a game, and then suddenly you get locked in. So you're not allowed to escape. You can't escape World of Warcraft. You're stuck in there. If you die, you die in real life. Right, yeah. Right? And you have to keep on leveling. And so if you die in PvP, you always die in real life. In order to actually escape, um, somebody in the game has to beat the end boss without dying. So okay. imagine trying to beat current content yeah. with no, not single wipe. If you wipe oh, once, Christ. everyone dies. That's Sword Art Online, the first one. Actually dies. Yeah, it actually <laughs> dies in real life. I thought it was a genius idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed the first series. Um, it's a, it got there was a bit few wimpy moments and uh, too much crying and all this extra stuff. Right. Yeah. But in the second season, there are moments where all the female characters having incredibly large knockers, <laughs> right? And they're always, there's always a screen presence, which makes it really tough for me to watch on the train. Yeah. So for goodness sake, anime, please, like, give me something I can watch on the train without either some sort of, you know, bum shot or, or heavy boobage. Yeah, I mean, that's just, like, your stereotypical impression. Yeah, it is. And, like, people on the train will be like, Come on, dude. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. It's like some guy was caught watching Archer, and I knew exactly the scene no, that was yeah, coming yeah, yeah. up. And it gets very, like, it's full blown kind of sex yeah. scene that goes on. And I start getting the giggles because I know exactly, because I watched that episode the, <laughs> I love the, the, that, so that night, the, the night before. Right. And uh, and there's this kind of beardy Welshman, and he's just, and he, he immediately starts blushing because hides his phone <laughs> against his chest. I'm like, I've been there, man. I've been there. I saw it out in line season two. I've been there. Um, but I was sitting next to an old lady, and she goes, um, she goes, do you think that's appropriate? And I was like, I thought it was appropriate until now, madam. I'm really sorry. <laughs> so I then swapped over to World War History. Big mistake. Oh, no. All covered the Holocaust. So oh. I went from I went from Sword Art Online, the second one, to clicking play and where I'd finished off the night before. And there's like dead bodies everywhere. And I was like, oh, God, I can't win. <laughs> I should watch something really nice, like Great British Bake Off or yeah, something. Right. And that's yeah, just yeah. what I need to stick to on oh, my ways back. Traumatised so, like, Yeah, I'm really sorry. So, yeah, that's that was... Uh, the main highlight of my week, I guess, traumatising a poor old lady with anime and World War Two yeah. memories. <laughs> oh, God, I'm a terrible person. Whoops. Yeah, but at the same point, it was an interesting week of watching old stuff and new stuff, and I thought it was kind of nice being able to break the barrier of what I perceive, because I usually just watch TV and movies. I've never been... I used to like Dragon Ball Z as yeah. a kid, but I never ever... You know, wanted to watch. Whenever I went to Comic Con, you see all these people in fantastic costumes. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And it's insane the amount of hours they put into it. But I've never kind of delved into that territory myself. So as much as I call myself a nerd, I won't call myself a weeb. You know, I won't no, spend right. all day yeah, yeah. watching anime like some people do, and that's very much their thing to do. And it, they get so ingrained into it, and that's wicked. However, I'm still getting used to anime conventiony bits. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sold on it. I gotta be honest. It's it's not really my thing. Um, mm. But everybody has a thing, and I think yeah. it's fantastic. Like I, I just whatever it is, I like it when someone's passionate about something. Yeah, true. True. Yeah. Same thing here, man. And it's everybody's their own thing. That's why the world is interesting. <laughs> like it'd be fucking boring if we were like the same thing. Yeah, if everyone was rogues. Oh my god. Yeah. So much sap. Yeah. So. <laughs> Speaking about uh, the world and all its other bits, future gazing, what do you hope to do in the next few weeks, Ed? Something. Actually, do something. <laughs> um, so, wow is something. Games, yeah, I guess. Games are something. Yes. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, basically everything we talked about doing last week, I haven't really done. Like, I've, I've learned a bit more kind of after effects stuff for work, but that's, that's work. Like, it, it... I think for me, like, my my main aims coming up uh, to, to hit 800 on every single profession. I think that's actually a really think, good one. Yeah, it's it's vaguely achievable. I, I, okay, I'm going to just clarify this. I'm not talking about things like fishing, uh, cooking, <laughs> yeah. or even archaeology, to be honest, because I don't have the time. Belongs in a museum! <laughs> yeah, exactly that. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, game wise, and that's it. And actually, for for this show, I want to kind of start making some videos for it as well. Totally. Um, so there's going to be a, a kind of behind the scenes of the studio, um, the previews of the beers coming up for for the next few shows, just kind of stuff and things that we're going to get into really. Um, also, it's a lovely chronicle of yeah. time. I think oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, because I mean, this is this is a new experience for us. Like we're we're kind of doing stuff, so it makes sense to do video as well which is where I'm most comfortable <laughs> yeah totally me too I mean I've, I've kind of done a bit of everything I wanted to I've, I've still been doing this fitness thing and by fitness thing I've not been running dude I've, right, I've been yeah. doing a 5-2 diet where you fast you have only had like 600 calories on a Tuesday and a Thursday right so far it's working for me so like I managed to doss off in the course of a few weeks about eight pounds that's pretty good yeah it's getting there and i'm feeling better i'm not gonna lie this weekend eurovision all this stuff i've eaten like an absolute pig yeah i mean in the studio today i've got two big boxes of crisps um a massive tub full of flying saucers and a box full of assorted broken biscuits that's and i just point out that all of those things are like half empty yeah (laughs) oh god it's been wonderful and yeah i actually haven't gained much on which is incredible that's that's Good as well. Like, yes, that's worked. Not gaining more weight is good. Swollen, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's it. Um, so I've, I've done a little bit of fitness things, and of course with that, a balanced, healthy diet is always advised. Um, but I actually did 3D stuff last week as well, which okay. is kind of cool. Um, it was minor, but that's that's what I wanted to do, is delve more into the 3D side of things and catch up with some work, and I managed to do that, even though the render fails, of course, the render yeah. test fails. Yeah. That's, that yeah, it's just how the world works, man. That's good. I think... Um, Another thing I've got is I'm having a tooth pulled from my head next week, oh, which will be yeah. interesting. Um, so I crack my tooth, and, you know, it's like, oh, is this Slacker Studio telling us there's medical history now? Yeah, right. But because I had, like, a root canal, you can't feel what's going on with that tooth. So when I cracked this tooth, apparently I would have been in a lot of pain <laughs> if I'd actually felt it, but I didn't. So I'm having that taken out. So I'm actually having a few days next week of having something pulled out of my head and then an extra day of recuperation. Ah. Uh. And that's not going to be fun. Not going to be fun, but I can use that time to go into the beta of Warcraft or better rogue tactics or, you know, focus on the Overwatch League, which if I'm off on Wednesday evening, which I am still recovering, I can watch that, which is great. I've got to be honest, we we all started right at the beginning of Overwatch League uh, as there was a few of us that kind of watched it quite regularly, Mm. but I've kind of fallen away from doing that. I I get it. Weird-ass times. It is at weird-ass times. Funnily enough, um, they were talking about it recently because I watch a YouTube channel which does all the highlights. Mm. So not even I watch all the matches. I'll, I'll watch the highlights on YouTube because somebody does like a condensed 10-minute version. You can see them all. I can catch up before I start work in the morning. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, but I can't watch them all because they're always at like 2 a.m. or 12. And it's like ridiculous times. They are changing it to make it more EU-friendly, I believe. Okay, so what is it? Season 2? I don't know. I, I'm really It'll be confused. season 2, yeah. Yeah. So you have four stages in a single season. At the end of each stage, you get a grand champion of that stage. And I think after the four stages, you have a final grand champion for the entire season. Yeah. I don't know if it's an accumulative points or something like that. It's just fun to watch. It is fun to watch. Because it's like, it's relatable for us because we're people who play Overwatch. But at the same time... I can't relate to it at all because they're too fucking good. They are so good. <laughs> Although I've actually learned quite some good tactics from it. So, yeah. like, watching uh, our team, of course, London Spitfire, mm. unless you like a team that I don't know about, Edward. Not at all. No, <laughs> but I've, I love um, London Spitfire, and we've got a guy called Gesture um, who plays Tank, who plays this big monkey called Winston who jumps in and causes all sorts of chaos. And I was terrible on this guy because I'd yeah. run in, i think, oh, I've got loads of health. Oh, where's my health gone? I'm dead. Yeah. And having these come in, poke, um, you know, try and hit them a little bit and then jumping back to your team, whittle them down a bit, get a bit of ult charge, see if you can pick off a few people or diving in with a group of people yeah. and seeing that work has been absolutely incredible. It does change some of my competitive matches. Yeah, actually, I've, I've felt that as well. Um and actually, surprisingly, with Winston as well, because you think, oh, I'm a tank, run in there and get stuff. But you get wrecked, yeah. like, so badly. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's it's good fun to watch, and it's hard to implement everything you see. Oh, yeah, and it's, it's positioning is probably one of the things I've picked up on most. So on certain maps, when you play Sniper, I was like, I didn't know you could get into that nook, or I didn't know yeah. that would be a good place to stay, because, oh, it's actually out the out of the eye shot of all the other people, including the enemy sniper. So they actually are at a disadvantage trying to come round to shoot me and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's good fun. Um, you got a new mouse. I do have a new mouse. So I got a, um, I got a Corsair... Um, 
Scimitar, isn't it? It's a sk- yeah, Scimitar Corsair yeah, yeah. RGB gaming mouse thing. Yeah. Um, my last one snapped. Uh, that This is actually rolling into tech news of yeah. the week. Sorry. Um, so I got a mouse. Uh, the mouse was wonderful. Mouse suited me for many years, and then it broke. Like, literally snapped yeah. at the left click. I've, I've been left clicking way too much. Yeah. Too I many mean, dirty links. Generally, you're supposed to use the left mouse button the most. But yeah, I know. Like, uh, yeah, it's bonkers. So it was just, it literally just sheared off, didn't it? It like, did shear off. sent me a picture, and I was like, oh. I used Gorilla Glue, and it worked for a while, and then I heated, I warmed the Gorilla Glue up with excessive clicking. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, it broke again, probably because I didn't leave it long enough and I'm an idiot. But yeah, so I got a new mouse. I got a new nice mouse pad, which I'm guessing is the similar to yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're not really a mouse pad. They're more of a desk mat. Yeah, they are a like, desk mat. It's about, I think they're 90 centimetres wide um, and about 40 high or something like that. So it's kind of, it's like neoprene kind yeah. of thick it's like a heavy mouse mat it's fantastic you can get your keyboard on there your mouse you've got loads of space it's covering everything as well and I really like it because it looks nice on the yeah. desk yeah 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 it looks really nice and everything's on it so if I'm farting around doing it because I, I use you know right hand mouse left hand all the buttons yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. gaming nothing moves nothing shifts around yeah. unless you want it to which is lovely yeah yeah I mean I I got one for home and then I almost immediately bought another one for work because it's such a difference having and you can uh, wash really it yeah yeah, yeah yeah machine washable darling that's a no feature <laughs> Um, so microphone Ed yeah so we're still sharing a mic which actually went really well last last week I mean minus hitting the table repeatedly <laughs> but hey um, I had to return my mouse, uh, mouse um, uh, well that too but I'll get to that um, my microphone to Amazon and I have ordered a an Audio Technica 1200 bloody blah 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 USB my, uh, microphone not mouse and it's on its way from America. Sweet. So hopefully by the next show it should be here, but it's going to take a while to get here, and hopefully it doesn't get lost in customs. Let's hope not. God, that's what happened with me with Blizzard. Yeah. Um, it's um, it, it's a shame, but hopefully it'll be good once it finally gets here. Um, and actually this, the Blue Yeti has done really, really well. It has. My big thing, which I got as a Christmas present years ago, because I was like, oh, I really want a microphone. Let's just go for a really good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they can all chip together and get me it, and that, that'll be a nice thing. And I can say, hey, what are you going to do with it? I'm like, nothing, talk to friends. <laughs> it's like, you got all these wonderful people who'd kill for this just to use on their guitars and stuff. But hey, I'm using it now. Yeah, yeah, finally using it. I mean, the thing is, when you get a good mic, that's it. Mic's, mic technology doesn't really change that much. Um, it's all, it's all going to be good. So the other problem is, I sent my mouse back. I got the so I have the same mouse that Jack now has. Oh yeah. Um, the problem I had was that it's it's a refurb model, um, so that's worth bearing in mind. Like there are going to be issues with it, probably, but I paid less for it in the first place. But basically, it it wouldn't connect on startup every time. So you you'd boot up your PC, everything else like lights up, keyboards on this and the other, and the mouse is just dead, until you plug it in again. Which when your PC is under the desk, like that's a pain in the ass. Like almost every other time you boot. So, theoretically, I will get a new one, and I'll be fine. Good, man, that's fantastic. So, they are great mouses so far. Yeah. Of course, uh, good, I, I good really support, like I've heard. Yeah, the, the Corsair support is just fantastic. I've had a few other things. I mean, stuff that isn't, like, a problem, but I've, like, with my Corsair power supply, I was like, well, too many hard drives for my power supply cable, like, for the, the SATA cables coming off my power supply. Can you guys tell me which cable I should buy? It's this one, and we'll send you one tomorrow. <laughs> like, oh, oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks so much. So, so there's that, yeah. Um, and kind of that's that's kind of really it. I mean, you've moved more stuff into our studio. I have, yeah. I've so in the uh, Slacker shed, I actually ended up moving my TV, my PlayStation. I've kind of decided to completely and utterly move all of my media and all my bits into an area separate from my bedroom because you could just become an absolute one-room hound. Yeah. And I know for some people they can't do that because they're in single-room bedrooms or they're in a flat which is shared, but whilst I've got this space, I might as well use it. And it's nice because, you know, sometimes I'll have, like, a film going or I'm waiting for something to download and I want to play a little bit of uh, COD in the background and suck at that too because it's all about (laughs) aiming. Um, I could do that or watch a film or play an old uh, PlayStation 2 game or, even better, backwards compatibility. I played... um, Tenku Stealth and Stealth and Assassins or Stealth Assassins or something the other day. It's an old uh, Ninja PlayStation One game, which is Ooh. notoriously hard to play, but great fun if you're good at it. Um, 
Yeah. yeah. You guys will be able to see exactly what the studio looks like in the up and coming behind the scenes video. Yes. We'll be filming later today. You can see my ugly mug. <laughs> um, apart from that, I've been working towards building up a sniper rifle for Airsoft after shooting that person in the head and feeling yeah. mightily good about it, which is not the nicest thing to feel. But it is gratification getting the single shot on someone and they yeah. do it all the time to me. So I was like, it'd be nice to have a bit of um, accessibility when I'm playing the sport. So I have a good machine gun, which I get up and close. Yeah. But I'd also like something a little bit long range if I'm hungover or if I just <laughs> want to kind of give it a go and want to be a bit more sniggered snake. So you've, because you've already got a sniper rifle. I do. Right? It's, isn't it? Bright fucking orange. It was bright fucking orange. And then <laughs> I, I ended up, um, I got my Yukara, which is a license you need to get before you buy real imitation firearms. Right. And then I spray painted it black because I was like, fuck this orange. Yeah. It was literally bright orange. So he said, your camouflage was great. But I could see your gun. Everyone could, couldn't see. That's what they found funny. They said, we couldn't see you. We could see your gun. Yeah. And I was like, oh, great. Thanks, guys. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know. you Aim just, in the vicinity you, of the gun. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. So I always got shot in the shoulder whenever I was shooting. And I said, you know, well done for you. You could wrap it up, though. And I was like, I didn't know that. But oh, well. Um, but what I need to do is I need to upgrade the internals. And uh, I need to get a new trigger kit for it. So I have to ba basically make this thing from scratch. And the outside is just kind of like a shell. Yeah. But it is painted black now. So it's okay. a little bit more tactical. Although. Yeah. Once I do uh, make it look good, I'm thinking of getting a bunch of spray cans. And if I'm going to snipe seriously, start doing the sprays in different seasons. So okay. if it's autumn, have yeah. like an orange and brown spray. Yeah. If it's spring, quite kind of nice greens or dark greens. If it's winter, probably not a white because we hardly get no, snow. Right, but muddy brown. Yeah, yeah. muddy brown <laughs> death. Yeah, yeah and all yeah. that sort of stuff. But I like the idea. That's the, it. Does kind of it. That's the creative side away from the computer. Is you know I guess modding modding airsoft pistols and all this sort of stuff because it's fun just going out and the community's great. That I'm at yeah. a place called Holmbush Farm, Holmbush Airsoft in uh, Crawley. It's great fun. But yeah, so that's what I've been doing tech wise. New mouse. Uh, moved everything to the shed, building up a sniper, and looking up other people's sick computer rigs online. Oh, yes. Battle stations. Yeah. That's actually something I'm going to be working on myself. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, I will get to that when I've actually got my hands on everything I'm going to need. And when I don't slack enough with money and actually start <laughs> saving, which is a, a big thing. Um, so you've... Uh, I've heard there's new rumours of GPUs, and I yeah. say I've heard, I've literally read off our sheet that there's new rumours of GPUs, and I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, basically, there was this... We're at the point now that it's been however many years since the last round of graphics cards were released, and we know that people like NVIDIA are working on new ones. So there were some leaks of kind of what the new ones might be, but... It's it's kind of it's not clear if that's actually the case, but it, if it is, it makes sense. But also, it's not that impressive. It's like slightly better than the last one. Yeah. But like, the idea is that everything is going to be more aimed to four K, because the problem is you have to have a, a ten eighty Ti, which is kind of the, the top end Nvidia graphics card now, or you're not going to be able to play anything at four K, not mm. sensibly, um, not without really lowering your settings and getting lower than 60 frames a second, which, if you've got 4K monitor, that's not what you want. Like, you want it to be good. So, the idea is that hopefully more things will be able to play good games at 4K at higher frames per second because there is a very, very expensive set of monitors coming out, Ooh. which are 4K, 144 hertz. <sighs> which basically means the refresh rate of the monitor is much, much higher. So every kind of movement for, for gaming, just using Windows, everything is smoother. Isn't that faster than the human eye? <laughs> yes and no is, is the short answer. I, I'm not going to go into it, but basically you'll know the difference. Sick. You will see the difference. Um, but it's like, great, you've got a 4K 144 hertz light monitor. What the hell are you going to play on? <laughs> Is like no graphics card can do that. Like, yeah, like unless you're playing like a ten-year-old game, you're not going to get it. So it's it's going to be interesting. Nice, dude. I like that. That's wicked. So we we had a bit of feedback from the first episode. We did last week. We put out the uh, we put out our pincers, our slacker <laughs> pincers, and said, uh, you know, ask the slackers what have you been up to. And are you succeeding or are you not? Or just generally what you're up to? Because, you know, we 
you know, we, we, we like hearing a bit of feedback and we, we're trying to create a community and see how everyone is. Um, so we've got a few people that have sent in some feedback. One of them is our good friend Fradsley, who uh, has been a good friend with us of ours on the um, Lagging Balls podcast stream. Oh, yes. And um, Fradsley's been reading up on the essentials of speech, which um, in his own words, he says, it's a great course. There's a lot of good information for podcasters like yeah, me and Ed. Great for us. And uh, you can go to publicspeakingproject.org if you want to read their free textbook. Yeah, so this is something I, I definitely need to look at because we're going to be doing this a lot more. Yeah. We're going to be kind of definitely in this for the long haul and especially doing more videos. And, and surprisingly enough, I'm actually working on a public speaking course at work. That's one of the things we're doing. Wicked. So I've kind of got hopefully a bit more background on this anyway. Um, but it'd be yeah, it'd be great to great to read that. I will certainly be checking that out. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like we have, uh, it, it it doesn't take much to start a podcast. You can start a bare bones podcast yeah. with a good microphone between two mates. It's just us being the creative guys we are. We try and pull as many fronds as we can to make this palm tree look pretty. Yeah, and uh, we have like you know our friend Morgan again making the really cool. Yeah. Um, symbols and the uh, the logo for uh, Slacker Studio and you know the Slacker Shed and having all these extra bits available to us we, we like to push it out but you don't even need all that no just a microphone a topic go for it and I yeah. think that's what's great you know reading stuff like what Frasley said just just start and read up on things like Pat Crane you're saying about Pat Crane's podcast guide last week yeah 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 so um, Pat Crane is kind of he is one of the original I mean, he's been podcasting for, for well over 10 years, I think he is. Um, and he put together, a, I think it's podcastlaunchpad.com, maybe. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes so you guys can find it. But that, if you're looking to start a podcast, follow that to the letter and you'll end up hopefully better than we did. But we're really <laughs> like, which can't be hard, but yeah, there we go. We're still trying, damn it. <laughs> we just, we slack a little bit whilst we're trying. Yeah. Um, our next listener that actually uh, called in was Ali, um, and she said, I'm finally listening to the audiobook for Ready Player One. I watched the movie first before listening to the book. I really enjoyed the movie, but I am loving the book. Yeah, now, I loved the movie too, um, and actually, the book is on my list. I've got a lot of books on my list, and so Ali's, yeah, so Ali's listening to the audiobook, which I can't remember who she, she said it was... Uh, narrated by like Will someone I don't know if we can open Discord and find out but anyway <laughs> um, I I think that's because obviously I listen to podcasts in the car right yeah. so it would be no different to listen to an audiobook in the car so I'm definitely going to be trying to check that one out as well I've heard the book's better than the film um, yeah. but I, I watched the film first <clears throat> and I loved the film I thought it was fantastic and I like the ideas behind it as well I'd like to see more of that sort of gaming in the future just for the sake of yeah yeah you know, that's the, that'd, that'd be amazing if that was the future. Oh, yeah. Um, but I've heard things, and that's that's what they say. They always say, oh, the book's always better than... The f-. I mean, yeah, I mean, look at Aragon, for mm. instance. Aragon, a uh, film I wasn't very, very pleased with Not at good. all, but I loved the books. Yeah. I thought they were... I watched, I watched, I read all three of those Bible-sized yeah. monstrosities, and they were great fun. And they were very good memories. Um, Unfortunately, the film was yeah, even even with Jeremy Irons spearheading one of the main actors, yeah. and Robert Carlyle doing a fantastic performance as Durza, uh yeah, it just wasn't really that great. Um, and another of our listeners, Nick Fletcher, who's a friend of mine who I went to university with, was also a fellow VFX artist, um, good 3D artist. Um, his suggestion, which is actually quite a good one, which yeah. stumped me a bit, he said, instead of going too much into detail about work on the podcast, perhaps go into creative ways, you slack at work. Well, you see, that made immediate sense to me because this is Slacker Studio, it's the stuff we do when we're slacking, and that is not work. Yeah. So why we were talking about work quite a lot during the last show, I don't really know, but that makes complete sense and it's something we will definitely be trying to implement. Yes, now we know that there are certain people that might listen to the podcast and actually know yes. that, we, uh, yes. that we do this, but <laughs> instead we might actually simulate a new thing, which is how to slack. Yeah. So the slack of the week, right? Yeah. And, I mean, our slack of the week, my first thing um, that comes to mind is, of course, there, there are a few natural ones. Um, one that comes straight to mind, without being too vulgar, is the dump. Yeah. Which is, oh, I've really, really got to go to the loo. Oh, I'm sorry, it was a shy one. You spend 20 minutes on your phone. Yeah. Not even doing anything. You just put the toilet lid down and you slack your ass off. Scrolling through Reddit, as Ed said. Yeah. 
that's a really good one. Do you have anyone which comes to mind as like a preliminary, like, you know, the stone age of slacking for any workplace? I think it depends on your environment. Like, if you're in, like, an office environment where you've got, like, a cubicle, mm. I think you've got a bit more scope to do what you want anyway. Yes. Like, get very quick with that alt tab. Yes. To switch between <laughs> windows. That's all I can say. Or have two monitors and then... Um... I mean, what one of the ones we have at work is uh, we have producers that are always trying to move my colour monitor slightly right. outwards, so as they're going past, they can see what I'm working on. And I don't like I don't no. like people walking past. If you want to see what I'm doing, come in and chat yeah, with me. Right, don't spy on me. Don't spy on me. So I move my colour monitor and I make it an assessment to move my colour monitors they can't see. And that's usually when I have things like you know Reddit or yeah. something on the second screen because I mean I work mostly on the first screen anyway. I don't need a second no, right. screen. That second screen's for fun and it's a six grand colour monitor. <laughs> but that's that's part of the fun and they all know it they will come in and they know I'm not there's nothing interesting on the second screen or they'll say hey what are you looking at and I'm like oh just you know something happened in uh, London it's kind of funny what there's a bunch of ducks running around the road <laughs> and they all followed it and there's a little marching band that started out of nothing and everyone loves it I love that sort of weird stuff yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but that's you know small small ways of having your own privacy at work I find is actually it's, it's, as much as it is slacking privacy at work is actually harder to come by as it goes by because everyone just wants to see what you're doing yeah. 24 hours it's tough. It is... Big brother. Yeah, we've... Do you know what? doesn't matter. We're, we're, I'm talking about work again. That's fine. Let's carry on. So, what we want from you guys is to tell us what you guys have been up to. Um, uh, you know, we've, we've had some great feedback already, and we've had a load of people listen to the show, but we'd like to hear more from you guys. Yes, please. I was going to say, I, I like anything. It could be yeah. any gripes during the day. Like, oh, for goodness sake, I buttered a load of toast and it fell on the butter side. <laughs> anything. Yeah. Anything at all. We love that sort of stuff. So thank you thus far to our first three uh, slacker askers. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Frasley, Ali and Nick Fletcher. Um, we also thank you, Nick, for the suggestion about the, uh, the ways of slacking. I'm actually going to boil down a few things over the week yeah. and see if I can think of a few. It could be anything. It could be like how to get a message to somebody without emailing, but you could do it inconspicuously if you're trying to get across like a funny meme. Paper aeroplane. Oh, Nick caging. I need to start doing a lot more Nick Caging at work, which is hiding random pictures of Nick Cage everywhere. <laughs> like behind yeah, the toaster, yeah, yeah, yeah. under the kettle. So when they go to clean it, there's a yeah. picture of Nick Cage first. I like that. Not necessarily slacking, but it's creative slackism because you're technically using their printer for the Nick Caging, which Perfect. is even better. Okay, dokey. So uh, this has been show number two of the Slacker Studio podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you check out our website at www.slackerstudio.co.uk, you can find out all our social media links, which are right in your face as soon as you go on the website, including Discord, which is probably the easiest way to get in touch with us, Twitter, Facebook, and kind of anything else. We everywhere. And don't let your, your best catching you slacking. slacking. Until next time, this has been Slacker Studio. Also, um, that beer oh, yeah. went so damn quick. Let's uh, revisit that. So I kind of come, like, the beer is good. Yeah. I'm quite happy with that. And yep. I'll stick with my almost four rating. I think four rating's a nice one. I'd have another one. Yeah, I'd have, I'd, yeah, I kind of wish we had more. Um, and just next week's beer, there will be a preview on the website, but it is... Barrel-aged, innocent gun, blood red sky, rum barrel red beer. There is so many words on the front of this bottle. And it's dark. Yeah, so basically it is a rum-infused beer... Six and a half percent or something like that, and we shall be trying that next week. Yes, so don't let your your boss boss catch you slacking slacking until until next time. time. We'll work on that, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Bye, everyone. (laughs) 